What is going on, squad? My name is Brian Mark, and I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches who want to make more money, change more people's lives, and have more of an impact in the world without spending any money on ads, websites, or even a funnel. Now, I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month over the course of four years, and in the last two years, I've helped over 500 online fitness coaches quit their jobs and take their businesses online. Also, 50 of those students are over 10K each and every single month. Now, thank you so much for being here. Let's get into today's episode. What is going on, my fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Training Podcast. This is the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, I'm joined by my boy, my homie, my man, Mr. Corey Robach. What's up, bro? Yo, what is going on, my man? Good morning to you. Happy Wednesday. Thank you for having me back on the podcast, brother. I was thinking about bringing up what we just talked about, but I'm not going <laughs> to. <laughs> no, no, no. That's for pod chats only. So okay. if they want to hear that, they have to join. But <laughs> Okay. So guys, today we're going to be talking about actively seeking failure. All right. Inside of your coaching business, we're going to be talking about actively seeking failure. For me, when I, when I think about actively seeking failure, I think that that causes a lot of fear for most, for most people because most people are afraid to fail. Corey, when you think about actively seeking failure, that, that concept, that idea, what comes up for you? Well, two things really, like looking at it from both sides, like the way you just said, like how um, looking at failure, we tend to be really scared because none of us like to fail. And I was like that too, like, especially like just coming out of the gym, like I like you know me, I like stress over a post forever. I'd stress over like a call, a DM. I'd be like, yo, Brian, am I saying this really? Things like that, right? And you're like, dude, just do it and then you'll figure it out. And then that never really clicked for me, but then it finally did. And now the way I look at it is that when I look for failure, it's not because like I want to fail, like no one wants to fail, but I want to know at what is it that I'm screwing up so that way I can fix it and make it even better. So even if I have something doing really well, I want to push it to see where it breaks just so it fails, just so that way we can go back and fix it and then make it even better. I love that, dude. I love that so much. And I think that the biggest uh, reason that most online coaches are afraid, like let's even talk about like they're afraid to fail, but most online coaches are afraid to even start their coaching business and really start actively promoting themselves because they don't want to do it wrong and make a mistake. And I think that there's a lot of people that are afraid of making mistakes. But when you actually think about it, like why are people afraid of making mistakes? I think it's two things. Number one, they're afraid of judgment from others. So if I start this online coaching business and I start promoting myself on social media and I fail and I, you know, I completely botch this, then there's people that are looking at me and they're going to be like, oh, like, did you see that, that like, you know, that Sarah girl tried to start an online business and it failed. And so we're afraid of that, like judgment from others. So we like, we're constantly worrying about other people's opinions. And so that's why we're afraid of failing. But the second, and I think this is the, the bigger one is that one of the biggest reasons that we're afraid of failing and making mistakes is because we're afraid of our own self-judgment. Like how often do you make a mistake? And like, for me, it's not very often anymore, but when I used to make mistakes, dude, like I would be so critical of myself. That's actually something I'm still working on. Like when I make a mistake or I make an error, like I'd be like, I'd be the first one to be like, Oh, I'm such a fucking idiot. So it's like, yeah. not only do I make the mistake, but then I also have to deal with like shaming myself for making that mistake. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, because I hang out with you all the time. So we do it to each other <laughs> consistently. We catch each other doing it. But then it's also just like, look, like, again, like that's just kind of who you are though. Like, no one wants to fail and no one wants to 
not do well. And yeah, we are our biggest, biggest self-critics. But then when you kind of look at it too, like there goes so much into as to why people avoid failure than trying to actively seek it. Because number one, that you said judgment and judgment from the perspective, like people like just wanting to talk trash and be like, yeah, see, they screwed up. They, they sucked at what they do. But then also judgment from people closest to you. Like how many of our clients have been in the academy and says like, I don't want to do my connection post because I'm really scared of what my parents or my friends or those that are there to support them would think because they think that they need to act accordingly based off perceptions of others from what they believe that others are thinking of them. Hmm. So even, even like whether or not that's the actual perception with it, where they're sitting there like, oh, I don't know if my parents or friends will support it. But that's just what they're thinking and their perception based on what they should do. When realistically that perception could be completely different as well. So it's just looking at so many different moving parts with this, but it comes down to judgment of ourselves and judgment from people we care about. Yeah, I love it. And so, so many people won't even start promoting themselves. And like start could be like starting your online business, but start could mean go fucking hard too. Like how many of you guys are actually going hard with your online coaching business right now? Like if you're going hard and, and when I say going hard, I mean like posting five times a week, going live three to five times a week, you're on TikTok, you're on Instagram reels, you're on your story. So many people hold themselves back from going hard because they're afraid of judgment from others because they're afraid of like, they're afraid of like, what if I go so hard and then I actually don't, I don't actually succeed. And then they're afraid of like going hard and then making a mistake. But like, I think that like so many people view failure as this negative thing. It's like, oh, failing equals bad. Like failing is not good. If I fail, that means I suck. If I fail, that means my parents aren't gonna approve. If I fail, that means this person's gonna judge me. If I fail, that means I'm not cut out for this, right? So there's all of these like negative connotations associated with failure. And so most people don't even start their online coaching business or if they start, they don't call, go hard because they're afraid of all of these things. Is this making sense? Is this clicking for you online? Yeah, how, many, how many of you guys are actually feeling this way? Cause this is throwing me right back to when like I literally quit my job and I dove into, into online. Like for me, I didn't really have a choice with, Oh, this is either going to fail. So I'm going to work them or like have my foot out here, but have a foot back here just in case I fall. No, I, like, I dove straight in. So like the whole failure wasn't really an option. So I had to change my perspective on that really quick. But again, that just goes back to what we were talking, talking to is we're living in the what ifs opposed to going out and just going for what you want. So it's always what if this, what if this, what if this, which causes that pullback. It causes you to not want to go see that failure. But then like we talked about at the top of our call here was that failure people tend to avoid but then it's also now changing that internal dialogue when people are identifying i i don't want to get judgment here i don't want to fail because of x i don't want to fail because of this i'll fail whatever opposed to seeing changing that internal dialogue where now you're looking at failure as a way of gaining that knowledge to make something better mm. and that's where i feel a lot of people need to really make that flip right there until you like flip that switch you're always going to look at failure as a negative thing where you got to look at failure as a positive way of progression. Well, okay. Let's actually dissect this, right? This is the game I like to play whenever I'm, uh, whenever I'm taking on a new project. I want you guys to play this game with me. Okay. It's called projected worst case scenario. Now I do this on purpose. Um, so I literally, instead of being afraid of fail failing, I actually imagine the worst case scenario. So let's say you guys are hiring a, a hiring a mentor, right? 
and the mentor costs you, let's say the mentor costs you like $3,500. As an example, you're hiring this mentor, it's gonna cost you $3,500. I always imagine projected worst case scenario. So I hire the person that I trust. Worst case scenario, I sign zero clients and I don't make my money back, but it's likely that I'm gonna learn some new data or information that's gonna help me progress, progress with my life. Now, if that worst case scenario happened, would I be able to recuperate? Would I be able to recover? Would I be able to handle it? Would I be able to live my life? And if the answer is yes, then that's okay. Then I can accept that, right? Then I can go into that situation knowing that if the worst possible case scenario happened, that I would be able to handle it. For me, that's step number one. Now, Corey said something that's fucking brilliant. He said that we're constantly playing the what if game, right? What if I hire the mentor and you know it doesn't work out? What if I hire the mentor and he's a scam artist? What if I hire the mentor and it's like, and his course is like shit? What if I start building my coaching business and the program works for other people, but it doesn't work for me? What if I'm too late to the online training, et cetera, right? We always play this what if game, but I think a big reason that a lot of you are currently stuck right now is you're asking yourselves the wrong what ifs. Yes, they are. Yes, yeah, they are. I saw you were about to say, yes, they fucking are. You can say it, bro. You can say it. <laughs> well, you didn't want me to swear as much. We all know like, I have a trucker mouth, so I've been actively trying to swear less. <laughs> so what if you hired the mentor and the program worked and you got your business to $10,000 in the next four months? What if you get on this sales call with this potential client and this person becomes your client and they pay you $1,000. What if you go live with your story and you talk about who you are and what made you an online trainer and you got five DMs from people that were saying like, holy shit, like that fucking touched me, you changed my life. What if you were able to quit your job, become a full-time online kid fitness coach in the next five months because you went hard as fuck and you were able to be successful at that thing that you wanted to do? What if in two years from now, you were able to make $20,000 per month because you went so fucking hard and you believed in yourself so fucking much that you just went all in, burned the boats and success was the only option. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. So were you just saying me leaving the gym and what I did the past two years then? <laughs> oh yeah, actually that was that actually that actually accurately did describe your story. I'm gonna say like, did you just like take my story to say oh, that? But, yeah, I actually didn't mean to do that. that was, <laughs> no, but like that is the what is game I play. I was thinking about what I, what if questions for online trainers. No, but here's the funny thing: we had that conversation. This exact conversation we had, well, I guess over like two and a third years ago now. We had that exact conversation. I was in the gym and Brian's like, just quit. I'm like, yeah, but what if? You're like, yeah, what if you don't? Yeah, but what if this? Yeah, what if you make money? Here, yeah. What if I you actually make- do remember that conversation. He did that. And I, that. And, and I remember what we, were, what we were doing. We were walking from uh, Sunterra to the Stampede. Yeah, we were walking from Sunterra to the Stampede, talking about going to Center of Gravity, and then it went into that conversation. Because I said, I hated my job. I hated what I did. Just went through a big breakup at the time. I hated my life. And Brian's like, yeah, it's a lot of what ifs, but what if this happened? I was like, huh. And then two weeks later, I quit my job. 
Well, I, like, I put my notification into quit in two weeks and I got fired in a week because I posted my challenge ad. Dude, but it's, I think it's fucking funny that so many online coaches are always thinking about all of the things that could go wrong. And so many online coaches are never thinking about all the things that could go right. But what kind of mindset is that? We talk about that in the academy. Those are two different mindsets. Sheep mindset versus wolf mindset. That, and then also living in a, scar in a scarcity mindset too. Like mm -hmm. when we live in scarcity, we're living in a sheep mindset. We're always looking at the what ifs or at the situation from a negative perspective. We got to change that internal dialogue. Because here's the thing, how can you be successful if you consistently never believe in yourself? You have to be able to do that. You need to change that internal dialogue to the what if negative to the what if positive. Now, turn that to the what if positive. Let's talk about failing, right? Because in order to be successful, you're going to have to fail. Because success and failure are both the exact same thing. It's the results of the actions you take. And it's on the same fucking spectrum. And the spectrum is a contrast. Success and failure are both results, right? So in order to achieve success, you must also be willing to go through failure because it's the same thing. Success and failure are both labels that we give outcomes for our actions. Does that make sense? Do you guys understand what I'm saying? So in order to achieve success, you must also be able to navigate failure. So if you're avoiding taking actions because you're afraid of failing, that means that you will also not achieve success. Are you guys still with me? So you must actively seek failure in order to achieve success. Guys, my biggest, my biggest fuck ups in life have led to my biggest successes. My biggest ones, like the biggest ones I've ever made in my entire life have led to my success. Like, um, as an example, I, you know, in the 10 K Academy, I show you guys how to run a 14 day challenge, right? And the 14 day challenge, like I know some of our clients that are currently tuning in right now to this have used it to make a lot of money. Like, um, Alex Sundar. Um, I know Brent made a lot of money from his 14 day challenge as well. Like I know that some of the clients that are in this right now have used 14 day challenges to make a lot of money. Now, the way that I came up with a 14 day challenge was I ran a, a free challenge with 625 people and it was 28 days. And I gave away, uh, I'm not even joking. There was an ebook with 62 pages in it. And I was like, I'm going to give so much fucking value and I'm going to transform so many people's lives and I'm going to make literally $50,000 from this challenge. Like I was like, Tom, I'm like, this is the one. Sold three fucking clients, three from 625. One of my biggest failures when I was running an online coach, I spent $5,000 on Facebook ads and I didn't even make back like a thousand. So that was one of my biggest failures in my coaching business. But that failure was what caused me to realize I'm like, okay, I need to have a short enough time span for people to get tangible results. And I also need to structure the delivery of the program so that I don't just get a bunch of people that are in this program that don't really care about it and aren't really following it. Like that's how I created the 14 day challenge blueprint was my biggest failure in my business. If I didn't go through that and I didn't recover, then I wouldn't have created the 14 day challenge and I wouldn't have been able to teach it to you guys. So my biggest, some of my biggest failures in my business are the ones that ended up leading me to the success that I have now. Now, a lot of you guys are afraid of failing. And so let me know if you're guilty of this online coach who here has pushed off hiring a mentor because they're afraid they're not going to be able to succeed. Even if they follow the blueprint, who here has done that, who here has not set goals that they actually fuck with because they don't want to admit to themselves out loud, how much they want to make and then fail at accomplishing that goal. Who here has done that? Who here has like been resistant to putting out that they're now accepting clients because they don't want to make a CTA on their social media and have zero people respond. Who here has done that? 
right? Who here has not gotten on TikTok because you're afraid that you don't know how to get good on video and that you don't know how to use the app. And so you're just not getting on TikTok because you're afraid you're going to look stupid. That was me. And now I'm on TikTok. Do you guys understand what I'm saying? You must actively seek failure in order to succeed because success and failure are both outcomes from our actions. Yeah, you like, cannot achieve success without failure. Go ahead, bro. Oh, no, I was just saying, like, just, I forget where, where the quote's from, but it, it's in my mind because when you said that, it just popped up again. But success in life is to succeed in failure. I forget who said it. It's going to bug the hell out of me right now, but it's so true. You will always succeed in failure. Never completely fail. Mm, I'm going to pause you there. The only time you actually fail is when you give up. Mm, because when you fail, you are given something that you actually can take from that makes that positive. It makes it successful. So you making that failure now is giving you the data and the information you needed to now go and be successful in what you're doing. Guys, it's just like riding a bike. There's so many online coaches right now that try to be perfectionists, me included when I first started, where I literally sit back, look at my post, rewrite a post, do everything 10 separate times. And by the time I got one thing done, I saw Brian has got like 10 different things done. And I was like, what the hell? He's like, yeah, because I just do it. And like, I sucked at it at first. I sucked at it halfway through. I got better at it and now I'm good at it to the point where he could pound out 10 posts when I did one. And now, now like, I'm really good at writing posts and things like that. But again, that was the biggest thing. I had to quit doing that because guys, it's just like riding a bike. For those of you who are perfectionists, I always ask this to all the coaches that come in. I'm like, how many of you always want everything perfect no matter what before you do it? And they'll put their hands up. Yeah. Okay. How many of you have tried riding a bike for the first time? Most of them put their hands up as they rode a bike. How many of you fucked up the first time? Everyone put their hands up. Because no matter what you do, no matter how you tr perfect you try to be, no matter how much time and effort and everything it is you put into something, 99.9% .9 of the time, the first time you try something, guess what, everyone? You're going to suck. Probably going to F it up. And I'm going to say another thing. The longer that you delay taking action because you're afraid of failure, the longer you get no feedback, which means the longer that you stay in the exact same place, which means the longer that you delay your success. Success loves speed, like Dominic just said in the chat. Dude, honestly, honestly, if you're an online coach, you listen to this podcast, the number one secret to my success is I fucking move extremely fast. That's it. That's it. Like I move extremely fast. Like I have 300 and I think this is my 313th podcast episode. I started my podcast a year and a half ago. I have more podcast episodes than a lot of people that I know that podcast. I'm like, I'm looking to catch up to Tim fucking Ferris and Gary B. Like that's the level that I'm looking to play at. And I just move very fast. That's it. And I'm not afraid to fail because I know that any failure that I experience, I'm going to learn something and I'm going to take that fucking lesson and I'm going to apply it to the next thing that I do. And I'm going to be 1% better. And then I'm going to continue to take fucking fast action. And I'm just going to continue to get better and better and better and better and better and better and better. better, better. That's the secret to success. The thing about Brian is that he gets so excited to screw up. It's actually hilarious. I actually he, love it, dude. He, he does. Be like, yo, like he'll literally be like, hey, hey, Corey, can you look at this? And I'll be like, just finishing doing something. Like, yeah, let me look. He's like, no, I already finished. I'm like, <laughs> I actually love it. Like, I love making mistakes. Like, even when I was an online fitness coach, like, I loved when people said no to me on the phone because I'd call, call, I'd be like, somebody said no to me. That means I need to work on my fucking sales game. Let's role play. Like, that's the mindset that I had. It was never like, oh, like, I'm a fucking doorknob. Like, I suck. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't sit there for longer than five seconds. I might be like, oh, that sucked ass. I thought I had him, but like, I'm just going to work on my sales skills now. And then dude, there was one, 
ask, I'm, I'm going to, uh, Kristen might come in and talk about this. There was one period in time where I had uh, six people say no to me on the phone in a row. And so I'm not fucking joking. You guys, I studied sales for the next 48 hours. So I spent six hours watching sales trainings and then I took a bunch of notes. I rewrote my scripts. I, the next day I spent another six hours watching trainings. And then I went nine for nine on my next fucking calls. Cause that's what it takes to be successful. That's what it takes. So if you're writing content and zero people are reaching out to you, that means you need to work on your content writing skills. Mm -hmm. And the way you do that is you study, you learn, you watch, you implement, you study, you learn, you watch, you implement, you study, you try anything, you watch, you implement. Can't cheat the fucking grind, fam. So I also want to like challenge like some of these coaches that are listening to this podcast and on our pod chats too, is that look for uncomfortable situations. Mm -hmm. If you're uncomfortable doing something, put yourself in that situation. Mm -hmm. Like in the kickoff calls, my first question is how many of you are comfortable doing lives or talking on your phone and recording yourself? Don't put their hands away. Nope. Don't want to do it. I'm like, okay, cool. So your first piece of homework is that little uh, thing. Why I got you to type out why you want to be here. Yeah. You're going to now use that as a script and film yourself because <laughs> I possibly want to put them in that uncomfortable situation because where you see uncomfort, you will see growth. Mm -hmm. If you're uncomfortable, you're growing. If you're stressed out and you feel like you've got all this shit going on and you can't keep up, you're in a growing process right now. Understand that and understand you're going to make mistakes. You're going to make failures. You're not going to be thriving in there right away, but you're going to get better as you learn, as you make more mistakes, you get that data back so you know what to correct. You only see growth in uncomfortable situations. If you're trying to grow in a comfortable situation, you're not going to grow. I love it so much. Guys, I think that wraps it up. I think that's pretty much the message. Actively seeking failure. We want you to make mistakes. Making mistakes is a blessing. If somebody says no to you on the phone, thank you. That's a lesson you can take and you can move on to the next one. If somebody says yes to you on the phone, that's awesome. But it's like, it's all good. When you have that mindset, when you're actively seeking failure, you're no longer afraid of working on your business because it doesn't matter what happens, positive or negative. It's all a learning experience. And I love learning experiences, positive and negative. They're all going to benefit my success in the long run because my mindset around success is I'm going to be successful no matter the fuck what happens. Like it might not be this call. It might not be the next call. It might not be the call after that, but I'm going to find somebody that's going to invest in my program. And when they do, I'm going to change their life. That's yeah. the mindset. You guys all with me? Let's go. Cool. I want them to. I want them to try your exercise, though. I want. I want them to challenge themselves to put themselves in that scenario where what is the worst possible outcome, and then play the what if game. See if that what if game. See if your dialogue is negative or positive. If you find you have a negative dialogue in your what if game, reword it to make it positive and say it back to yourself. What if I fail and I and I can't be successful in this? What if I make ten k a month? Mm -hmm. change the dialogue and see how you feel after i want to like no so like i i love it the structure is this okay so you project worst case scenario so you're like what if i hire this mentor it costs me 400 dollars a month and i'm like in this program and i'm in it for three months and i make zero dollars if that's the case will i be able to handle that like will i be able to recuperate will i be able to recover so that, like if the answer is yes okay good now let's go to the other side what if I join this program and I make $10,000 a month? What if I am able to quit my job? What if I'm able to start my own online coaching business and I'm able to impact people's lives on like a significantly different level? And like, then you play those games and you're like, is this worth it? If the answer is yes, then go for it. Guys, that's it. 
That's all. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is the Change Lives Make Money Online Training Podcast, the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. If you got value, Corey, where do they find you, bro? Yeah, you guys can find me on Instagram at Corey underscore Roblox or on TikTok at Tad and Jack. That's it. That's all. I'll talk to you guys in the next episode.